Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Out there listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, 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 Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man. Got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Steve Harvey got a radio show because uh, I, I can't tell it to you any other way because God has been so, so very amazing to me. But the same God, and there is but one, that same God is, can, and will be amazing in your life if you just allow it to happen. You know, um, I was somewhere, you know, and I was driving uh, on the freeway somewhere, and I saw a billboard, uh, and it was a guy in a field on his knees. And on this billboard, it said something to the effect when when you've run out of answers, try prayer. And I was I was going uh, somewhere, and I, I don't even remember. I go so much, man. I I, anyway, I was just going somewhere, and I saw this billboard, and 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 I thought about that. And man, I I I cannot tell you how true of a statement that is. When you've run out of answers. When you don't know what to do, when you feel weak, when you are at a low point, when things just seem to keep happening to you and you don't understand why, prayer is an amazing weapon. Prayer is available to all of us. Here's the deal. You don't have to go through the all that you're going through alone. 
see, I'm talking to men, women, boys, girls, students, leaders, bosses, employees. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if your relationship is all jacked up. I don't care if your kids and your relationship is jacked up. I don't care if your relationship at work is shot. Your coworkers seem to always make you the buddy end of the joke. You always, somebody always talking about you behind your back. You're finding it more and more necessary to try to hold your head up and walk past these people when some days you can't even get your chin up off your chest. If, if, if you're a woman out there and you've been alone by yourself for so long and you're just tired of being alone, you really want a relationship. You really want to be have a, a mate. You want to meet your soulmate, whatever it is. Whatever it is, prayer is the answer. You, you are listening to a guy who is a direct recipient of prayer. I, I can't tell you anything that I've gotten out of that I didn't pray about. Oh, now, there are a lot of things. Hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. There are a lot of things that have happened in my life that I've gotten past without praying because I think my mama was praying for me. And then there's this thing that God has called grace and mercy that he just somehow keeps us all waking up every day with our foot on some form of solid ground because he's just waiting on us to come to him. But y'all, if you can implement prayer into your day, every single day, and I'm talking about put it in there at the top of your day, put it in there in the middle of your day, put it in there when you close your day out, when you sitting at your desk and ain't nobody bothering you, that's a good time. Now look, you don't have to make no scene you ain't got to let everybody know, oh, I'm spiritual, I love God, look at me, oh, I'm down. You ain't got to do none of that. Matter of fact, don't do it for that reason. Because if that's your reason for doing it, that's going to be your reward. If you want somebody to just say, oh, they pray every, you know, they pray at lunch and they had a Bible on their desk and they have a bunch of highlights in it. If you're sitting it out there so people can see that that's what you do, then that's going to be your reward. Please know, you, 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 that's, that's going to be your reward. What I want you to do is pray. Ask God for the things, the desires of your heart. Have a faith. Believe in them. But pray earnestly, man. I mean, actually go at it with saying, hey, God, listen to me. I can't do this without you. I need your help. Listen, man, I know a lot of people that pray. I know a lot of it. If I told you the rich and famous that I talk to that pray constantly, it would amaze you. Go talk to God about it, man. Matter of fact, you done already got yourself into trouble. Go talk to God about it. You can't see no way out. You're in a situation, you're thinking about doing something straight crazy. Pump your brakes, partner. Slow down a little bit, my man. Slow down. Don't, don't. All you're going to do is make the situation worse. Go over there today and talk to God. Talk to God for real. Just, and look, man, you know what, man? Sometimes I've gone to God and I've just said, hey, God, I don't have a clue. Matter of fact, I'm so jacked up right now, God, I don't even really know what to ask you for. I just need some help. 
I'm so deep in some mess right now. Not only can I not see the way out, I can't see my way around. There's a, there's a poem called Invictus, and the opening line says, out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank God for whatever be for my unconquerable soul. That it, this line is so deep. It starts off saying, I am in deep trouble. I'm in a pit. Black as a pit from pole to pole. I'm talking about, man, from over there to over there. It's pitch black. And, and, and man, there's, man, you, you ever been in that situation before, y'all? Because I have. I'm talking about black as a pit from pole to pole. God is there. God is available. God is always standing by. He just wants you to come to him. See, he been coming to you a whole lot of times. He's presented himself. I can't tell you how many times. He's shown you how good a God he is. He's given us all grace and mercy without us asking for it. He's gotten you through some things, and you looked at him, boy, oh, man, I don't know how the hell. Okay, that's cool. I'm cool. No, 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 no. That wasn't cool. That was God. Pray, man. When you're out of answers and you don't know what to do, pray. If you see some trouble coming, pray. If you already got into it, pray. If you don't know the answers, pray. If you can't see no way out, pray. Pray, man. Talk to God. Don't make a scene. Just talk to God. All right? Very important. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three. I got it. Uh, what is it? I got it. Anything you want, I got it. Uh, hit record. I got it. Made it up myself. I got it. You know what I'm talking about. Got it. Said with me with you. I got it. Black people know they got it. Yeah. Have you ever been to a lounge and you, you just knew it? Just and, like that? Yeah, because it, it ain't a good song and you want the people that's doing it to stop, but they done wrote it and they think it's hot and they just doing it. They just keep doing you it. You never like been to a like like a holiday in lounge. A holiday. <laughs> uh, no. uh, you know, the, the the hotel lounges are done. You do know that though. Ah, uh, well, that's the last time I was in one, so. <laughs> yeah, well. Entertainment don't have, in the hotel. You trying to tell me they don't have entertainment in hotels no more? No, they don't. No, that's, no. that's uh, gone. I've been in New York, man. Park, the Park, the park Hotel. Okay, well, that might they be a little different in New York. Small man. bars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you do know there's there's like well I I don't know if I'm telling the truth or not but I haven't seen a Ramada in a long time. Ramada Inn. Yeah, those are gone. The Howard the Howard Johnson the Howard Johnson is still around. Okay, oh the Howard Johnson is still around. Red Roof Red Roof Inn is still around. No no Red Roof still around. Nights Inn is still around. Days Inn is still around. Wow. Motel Six is still around. Still around. 
So we didn't blew up and just ain't stayed there. Is that what happened? No, 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 no. You. We. No, no, don't say we. See, the other two dudes know about these places. You the one is news to them. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you ever stay at a hotel when you open the door? Yes. You're right outside. You know, there's no. Hell yeah. I've, I've done that. I've done that. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, boy. When you, you, you walk out the door and you, at, you you can see your car. Your car is Airport right in, in front. Night's in. Red roof in. If you can Anything see your door in, from the right? parking lot. Yeah. My boys is going to the homecoming at Kent. And uh, they was all talking about where they going to stay. So everybody was saying, we're going to stay at the Hampton Inn. Mm-hmm. And I'm not familiar with that at Kent because there wasn't one when I was there. So we all talking. They say, love, thank you for come, man. Thank you. If you ain't working, you might could come. And I, I got quiet. And they said, what's wrong? I said, hey, man, let me ask y'all something. Y'all staying at a Hampton well. Inn? Yeah. I said, let me ask you something. Can I see my dough from the parking lot? They ass fell out laughing. They said, yeah, dog, you can see it from there. I said, dog, I can't stay there. I, can't I ain't going to get no sleep, dog. They're going to be in my dough all night long. I said, no, nah, I can't do it, bro. Well, you can hear the ice machine. No, we've stayed in those rooms. Well, we've stayed you in know when the ice dropped. All right. We're going to move on, guys. And coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your questions. Courtney, an iHeart app listener, says, I'm 30 and dating a man that's 31, and he tells me all the time that I'm his soulmate. He's all into me in every way. He gives me baths and pedicures, and he even will polish my toenails if I ask him to. He irons my clothes for me daily, and he cleans up the kitchen if I cook. We never argue, and if we ever disagree, we settle it quickly. What is this letter for? Listen, he's so different than any other guy I've dated. My daddy says he's soft and won't make a good husband. How can my daddy make such a negative assumption? You know, it's better to be soft and be a, be a soft husband. Well, no, nothing says that the man is this soft. He's just soft, soft to his daddy. Maybe her father's hard and made may and is a good husband. Mm-hmm. So he thinking because this dude ain't hard, he must Everybody be soft. Got I got mm-hmm. you. Lady, if you have no complaints, don't dream. let your father create one. <laughs> this guy's a dream. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ash, well, can't say that. All right, Cor- what? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, got, I can't say that because somebody, no, I was going to say, may, maybe you should ask your mom how happy she's been oh, no. and how hey. she would feel yeah. with some treatment like that because your yeah. daddy, he ain't finna do none of that. Mm-hmm. He old get school. get into that, yeah. All right, moving on. Kenitra in Memphis writes, I'm a 42-year-old divorced woman, and I fell in love with the perfect guy, but I ran him away by being paranoid. I had a rough marriage, and my husband cheated, so I developed bad habits, like checking his phone and popping up at places he was hanging out. I carried this behavior into my new relationship and was always accusing my new guy of messing around. I want a second chance with him, and I want him to know that I changed. How do I start the conversation with him? Luggage. You know what? (laughs) You know what? What? 
Boy, I was tripping. <laughs> and you know, I was, you know, it was so crazy. Cause you know, I know you a good man, but I'm so stupid. I be just checking your phone and you know, you ain't even know. I be outside the bar waiting on you. I been at your house. That's crazy. And I just, you know, I, I just been, you know, but it was my ex. He just made me this way. But you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. Because mm. I mm. think I found what I'm looking for. You know. Yeah, if it's not too late. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It right. might work, but I doubt it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Tony in the Bay Area says, I'm a 33-year-old married man raising my two daughters while my wife is in jail for 16 months. She committed credit card fraud, and I was clueless when she got arrested. The problem I'm having now is that she only calls us once a week, if then. She calls her mom daily, and it ticks me off. Her mom said she's still ashamed to talk to me, but I don't believe that. She had a whole side hustle that I didn't know about. So do you think she has a side due to? Am I being a fool for waiting for her? Wow. Whoa. A side due. Yeah, he wants to know, yeah. It's a well, lot he bro, don't know. Well, 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 some, yeah. But, bro, listen to me. Uh, credit card theft ain't got nothing to do with a side dude. She might be, you know, honestly just embarrassed. The mom could be right. I don't know where you got the other dude from. Because she kept that from him, you know. She, she, yeah, she, she just well, thinks it might, it might be more. She keeps secrets, so he's okay, thinking maybe. Well, yeah. well, okay, okay, then go with that theory. <laughs> you know, go with that theory and see how that work out for you. Sometimes being paranoid about stuff that you have no facts on, it's a waste of time. It's like, where? why are you tripping yourself out about something that you, you don't even have the facts? But, Uncle, if she lied about that, what he, what he thinking is she probably has some more skeletons. That's what it is. Well, uh, excuse me, but uh, Nephew Tommy... Because you lie about one thing don't mean that you lie about everything. Well, normally when I lie, when I lie, I keep No, lying. Shirley, no. Because you lie about one thing. With me on this. You usually have, you know, when you tell one lie, you got to tell another lie and another lie. But you're the that, CEO. That, I mean, I'm just saying this. Because you lie about one thing don't mean you lie about all things. Now, if you want to accept the paranoia and act on it, then go ahead. But the woman might not have nothing to do with no other dude. She called once a week. She embarrassed. She called her mama daily. How close was y'all before she went in? Apparently not as close as he thought they were. (laughs) Why was you doing all this anyway? I mean, why was she doing all this anyway? Something else is going on, bro. And now you thinking it's another dude in the picture when she went to jail for credit card fraud. She didn't go to jail with an accomplice that was a dude. She went by herself. Maybe we need to see what she was buying with the credit card. I mean, we got hotels on it and a whole bunch of other stuff. And yeah, see, and yeah. Why, you know, why don't we just let Mr. Negativity here? He's a, a good you. person. He's, ra- he's a dad of two, raising two daughters. I'm talking about, no, talking about Tommy. I'm oh, negativity. Oh. I don't know how I became negativity, but I'm negativity. Just let him ask all the little negative-ass questions so he can break up this family. All right, we're moving We're moving on. Uh, and I know Kevin, you agree with him, Jay, because you you ignorant. So, <laughs> what, I'm, I'm moving used to on. Y'all. Jay understands Ken, me. 
Let's get to this one. Kim mm. in Huntsville says, I'm 52 and I recently met a 55-year-old man on an online dating site. He has never been married and he is one adult child. I am divorced and I have one child in college. I bought a small house after my divorce and he's living in a one-bedroom apartment. We both are teachers and we're both Baptist. Other than that, we don't seem to be on the same page. To be honest, I had hoped to meet a man that didn't still live in an apartment. Am I focused on the wrong thing? Should I get to know him anyway? See hello. I mean, you got every right to to uh, focus on what you want to focus on. They're your priorities. If you want a man that's a homeowner at 52, then maybe that's one of your qualifications. And you can pass up on a good man. If he ain't never been married, maybe he ain't never had a reason to buy a house. I don't know. Or he could have oh, lived yeah. with somebody. He just said he ain't been married. You know, he said he ain't lived with nobody. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. But once again, you could ask Mr. Negativity what he want to do about it. controversial Kill today. everybody off, you know. <laughs> let everybody just break up. Coming up next, the nephew and run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. And in entertainment news, Dr. Dre has to pay, and it's quite a bit. You'll see how much in a minute. Also, Nick Cannon, Steve, now has as many kids as you. We'll talk about all of this uh, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Phase drug test. Phase drug. Matter of fact, one last time... Everybody know a Faye, but you know they ain't making no more Faye's. Do y'all know any Faye's? Anybody know some Faye's? I have a cousin named Faye. I know you do. (laughs) Faye's drug test. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Faye, please. This is she. Hello. uh, This is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now. um, You have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call, actually, uh, bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple uh, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test. Am I right? Uh-huh. I sure did. I did. All right. Now, Faye, I, don't, I hate to bring, bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you're and- a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test has actually come in positive. Now, what I want to say to you is this. You're going to have to actually. No, sir. My test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me or I don't. And I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send a car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn how much embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some and my was good. Oh, ma'am. Right now, I got a po- uh, you have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna if have to actually. Use your if they use your, if they use mine. We used the one that you brought us. Now must have, here- must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Ma'am, Couldn't have been, sir. Le- I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, now, I don't want to have go a. Back to jail. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. I got ma'am. children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad. That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, listen. You actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir. Y'all can come pick me up. I can tell you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. 
ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now, I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you, I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong That's not my Now, How do you telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently, you put your name on it because that ain't my now, Had I would came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad Can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Faye has written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one Faye. No. No, we don't have more than one fate. You're the only fate. I've actually double-checked that myself. You need to either come in or we got to come out and haul your behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you're double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. <sighs> Ma'am. I, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I don't you're gonna... have confidence, sir. You got the wrong say, I don't know. You got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong You got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no and tell me nothing about you got some some that that is not good. I gave you some good How many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me saying some Miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still want to with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. I'm calling no more no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer no, I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your on. And when you come, you bring Mr. Rogers with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive You can come to my job. I got... I, you got, you know what, there's one more, there's one more thing that I need to. Bring your on. Come on right now. Come on. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? What is it, sir? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen. I know one thing, y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. You said that whooping. I was coming to get Mr. Rogers. She gonna get that whooping. Say <laughs> so well, you no, all right? No, no positive. Get <laughs> the hell out of me. Had me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody tell <laughs> nothing I know. I'm gonna need y'all not to play with people like that. Okay, but you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It was, it's your sister. She put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she looked like. I'm gonna beat the hell out of her. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You did, oh, you did the damn thing. Keep I on. did it again. I did it again. Did it again. Who doubted? Did anybody Jesus. doubt it? I didn't. You know. Let's see what his uncle who, says. Well, well, here come Big Doubter. Big Brother Doubter. Here we go. Here he come. Let's see Big what he got doubt. to say. Big Brother yeah. Doubt. It was all right. I, I wouldn't. He is the king of pranks. I accept that. I entitle him that, uh-huh, and I uh-huh. go on about my business. Mm-hmm. I have told him what's going to happen. He ain't listened. At he going to keep treading on that mm-hmm. thin water till mm-hmm. it happens. So now I'm going to just be here when it happens, you know. Uh-huh. I'm going to let okay. it jump off for a little bit. I'm going to help him, but, you know, Aww. let it. That's so, so, so are you saying it's bound to happen? Is that what you're saying? It's bound Jay, inevitable. Yes. No, 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 Jay, what he is saying is I'm, I'm getting whooped, he going to let somebody get four or five licks in before he jump in. That's what he's saying, Jay. Well, the, I got to make sure point. that's what's happening. Yeah. No, that you're is the point, the point, Shirley. No, I ain't missing the point. He ain't missing it. No, not you. You're going to jump in and help him. That's the yeah. point. After yeah. I get hit four or five times, though. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have entertainment news and national news with Miss Ann Tripp right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, there's a, been a, a really big development in Dr. Dre's legal battle involving spousal support for his soon-to-be ex-wife, Nicole Young. After a year of back and forth over whether there was a prenup in place, the judge has ordered Dr. Dre to, play close to, to pay close to $300,000 a month, okay? What? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, Father of God. All the money he's got, you think that's a lot? I don't know. Okay, $300,000 a month or approximately $3.5 million a year. He's supposed to pay that to Nicole starting August 1st on a temporary basis until the pair can negotiate terms of their divorce settlement. In addition to the monthly payments, Dr. J will pay her for her health insurance, will pay for her health insurance and pay all of the expenses for the Malibu and Pacific Palisades homes. The payments are ordered to continue until she remarries or enters into a new domestic partnership or, or none of that one of them dies. Her okay. health is, is she sick? What is, no, what is, what is no. health insurance? You gotta have health insurance. Oh my God! So three million dollars a year. Three and a half, yeah. Oh. Don't forget the half. Mm-hmm. Three and a half million dollars a year. He's a billionaire, a isn't he? And she can't pay her insurance out of that. What's she getting? <laughs> Look, you heard what the judge said. I'm, I'm just asking. Show, I'm sure Dr. Dre asked these questions. Sir. I'm sure he did. It's How not, much is your insurance? It's nothing compared to this. Are you sick? Are you sick? Not at all. It, it's got to be a deductible. I mean, <laughs> what do you think, Steve? Come on, I want to hear it. You well, know uh, I'm going to address bitter man and uh, El Cheapalistic. Uh, here's here's the situation. Okay. I'm cool. telling you right now, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre is smiling from ear to yeah, ear. Yeah, you got off. You're right. So that's you a are good talking one. about $300,000 a month. You know how much money this man is worth? Yes. Secondly, she gets the house, the mansion, mm-hmm. and he has to pay all the expenses. Are you all not forgetting 
that this woman was with him when he built this empire. Mm, you're right. So she is entitled to a share of it. Also, this is the house where his children have grown up in. What man worth his salts will take his children from their home? That's Nobody. fair. The it. expenses to run the house mm-hmm. is 18000 a month. I don't know if you all remember, but he sold Dre Beats for close to, I think, one point something. Three billion, I thought. Three billion dollars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he's making somewhere to the tune of 700000 a year, maybe could be more. Seven, uh, yeah, yeah, seven hundred million. million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. If you tell me that I got to give this woman three and a half million dollars in them them houses, you're doing the happy dance. I, I'm talking about all over the place, and <laughs> I'm sure he okay with giving her that. Mm-hmm. I think we need to sell this house. I think that's our problem. But if it's, maybe it's just me. Where's she going? It live? is just you. Where will they? They have children. Yeah. They don't live there no more. Them kids is grown. <laughs> <laughs> they grew up in that house. When you go back to see your mother, That's you want right. to go home. Mm-hmm. When I, the house I grew up in, we, we, we got tenants in there. We ain't in there no more. I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have a, I have a rude, rude surprise for you, son. What? You can't ever get a divorce. I'm ever. not, and I'm not <laughs> ever. You can't I'm not. ever get a divorce. <laughs> You're in the state of Texas. You've been married more than nine years. I got a surprise for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, you ain't going to like it. <laughs> listen, uh, we got to check in with Miss Ann now, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Ooh, I'd like to divorce myself. Anyway, I wouldn't get anything. This is Ann Tripp for the News. Good morning, everybody. Opening ceremonies at this year's Olympic Games are underway right now. First Lady Joe Biden's over there in Tokyo, and she's cheering on our athletes. By the way, about 100 of the 613 U.S. competitors are vaccinated. Uh, no spectators are going to be allowed over there either. So it's kind of really going to be real different. Meanwhile, health officials here say that just over the past two weeks, the number of COVID cases have more than doubled across the country. See CDC Director Rochelle Walensky says the problem is fewer people are getting vaccinated and this new form of the virus is a bad one. Compared to the virus we had circulating initially in the United States at the start of the pandemic, the Delta variant is more aggressive and much more transmissible than previously circulating strains. It is one of the most infectious respiratory viruses we know of and that I have seen in my 20-year career. The CDC reports that only 56% of American adults have received at least one dose of vaccine. The overwhelming majority of coronavirus deaths in the U.S. right now among those who are not inoculated. Right now, the White House stands with the CDC in saying that vaccinated people don't need a mask, but people who have not been should wear masks to protect themselves and other people. State of Mississippi asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion. A Florida lawyer has filed a suit contending that when cities and state governments maintain Confederate monuments on public land, that it's an endorsement of white supremacy that taxpayers have to pay for. The suit filed by Jacksonville attorney Earl Johnson Jr., who's filed father, by the way, was one of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's lawyers. Johnson Suits argues that the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, should also block the funding for monuments to slavery on public land. If it goes the way I want it, uh, we will finally, once and for all, get the Confederacy off of welfare. 
Johnson hopes that a ruling in his favor would take Confederate statues off the public dole. Bootleg blaze in Oregon, now the third largest fire in that state in more than 100 years. Smoke from it and other blazes sending smoke and haze across the country. At states dealing with climate change, everything's dry and mega droughts so is making it worse. And finally... The fabulous Marla Gibbs has just gotten her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She was flaunt, you know, on the Jeffersons, but she was Mary on 227. There's no place like There ain't no place, honey. <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, uh, Steve, our buddy Nick Cannon is one proud daddy. You got to say that about him. He just announced the birth of his, count him, seventh son, his seventh child, I should say. Nick posted a picture of the newborn on Instagram and wrote, Introducing Zen Scott Cannon, a.k.a. Z Chillin'. Uh, Nick's children have been a topic of discussion lately after having four children with three different women within a year's time. But Nick hasn't offered any explanations on this. In a recent interview, he said he's fully aware of the situation and having all these children is actually intentional on his part. Intentional. So. Have a baby by me. Be a millionaire. <laughs> have a baby I mean, by me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was wondering why Nick had so many jobs like you, he's Steve. Got I mean, he's, kids. he's got the mass singer, Wild and Out. He's got a radio show. He's coming out with a new talk show. Now he's I working. see why. Yeah, yeah, to support though. these children. Well, that ain't why. He's just he's talented. He just got work. Oh, of course he's talented. I love Nick Cannon. Love him. That's gonna be an enjoyable process, though. With kids, yeah. Enjoy he's got it, Nick. A set of twins with Mariah Carey. I mean, he's gonna be a great dad. So you know. Yeah, he said it was intentional on his part. That's yeah. interesting. Might I as well that say that. Well, hell, they're here now. Yeah, yeah, and they're, and children are a blessing. We got to say that as well. So congratulations, 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 congratulations. Congratulations. Time, yeah, time seven. Y'all got yeah. a lot in common, though, but all, y'all both got a set of twins. Mm-hmm. Both, uh, you know, That's uh, about talks. it. <laughs> That's about you it. You have seven children. You know, both of you. talk show, talk show, radio show, radio show, radio <laughs> show. That's uh, about it. Wildin', wildin', wildin'. Yeah. You be wildin' sometimes. I mean, yeah. yep. That's about it, huh? <laughs> yep, all that. But I mean, Eddie Murphy has what, 10? I think he, he has 10 children. 10? Mm. I thought he had 11. Yeah, he is 10. So, I mean, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything from Nick other than, you know, this statement that he said he's fully aware of the situation and uh, that all these children were intentional on his part. So He can take care of them. Yeah, he he definitely can. He's got a lot of, yeah. God doesn't make mistakes. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Say, how many kids you got, man? Three. Grown. Out the house. <laughs> <laughs> but they still have right. some money every now and then. Again, congratulations going out to Nick Cannon. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but we're going to talk about it. The slave master themed engagement photos that are trending. They are circulating. Wait until you hear about this right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This story right here, guys, 
and interracial couples slave master themed engagement photos are making oh, their rounds across is... the internet and social media. Now, just have you seen these? Have you seen no. these? So paint All right. The picture, yes. In one picture, yes. a black man. You've seen it, Steve. Yes. In one picture, a black man appears to be dressed in slave clothing as he hovers over to plant a kiss on his white wife, who's wearing a pre-Civil War-style dress. He put okay. some burlap on? <laughs> in, in a few of the slave-like photos, it looks like the couple is standing on a sugarcane plantation where the black groom is pictured shackled in chains, okay? I, I mean, this is just Who so is bizarre, so strange. Like, we we don't know. They, they tried to create a storyline for the... Um, photo shoot, which is, of course, insensitive and racist, both of those things, they added this caption. 1842, days passed and everything changed. Our love got stronger and stronger. He was no longer a slave. He was part of the family. What? But you know what it is? Is that supposed to make those pictures better? What? To me, me it's the same process as Bennigan. that, That company, they'll put out racist pictures Mm-hmm. And then they'll apologize for him. So now they're getting depressed with talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll probably apologize later on. So it's all about just getting people to see it. That's but this is like the dumbest yeah. thing ever. At what cost? It's, yeah. um, Come on. It's, it's a testament mm-hmm. to the ignorance of both of them. Mm-hmm. It's ignorant on her part. To want to even portray her potential husband that way. Yeah. It's ignorant on her part. And but I'm I'm more disappointed in him. I got her coming from her forefathers with slave owners. I got it. But yours was slaves. And to make light of it, like you falling in love with this slave master. Are you kidding me, man? The 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 the, the, the thinking of your stupid ass. To want to call this white woman your master. And then for her to be okay with calling her black ass man her slave. Both your sick ass families. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. I bet you both their families was going, are they crazy? Have they lost their rabbit ass mind? No one stopped them. What, what, so in, what, what, in some what, what, of the what, what, comments sir? that were posted, Steve, they were saying they were even mad at the cameraman for taking these pictures. They were even <laughs> mad well, at the cameraman. Why don't we just go ahead and make him a slave for six today? Let, let's go on and put him through the course. Put him through it. Put him through it. Whoop that ass. All of that. Let's put him through it since he think he wants to be a slave. Let's go it's, through it. It's so beyond the realm of even understanding of the atrocity of what that really was. The greatest atrocity against mankind for 400 years. This and the Holocaust were the two greatest atrocities against all of mankind. I, nothing compares to these two things here. Nothing. True. That's true. But the, the amount of time that we were slaves, mm-hmm. this country right here, and with this still, constitution right here, yes. man, miss me. We're still dealing and with your those stupid of black ass uh-huh. thought this was good to do. Proclaim your, proclaim your love for the master. Mm-hmm. 
Man, I wish everything I changed. Wish. Our love got stronger That's and stronger. And he was for no two longer months. a slave. He was part of the family. What? <laughs> I mean, make this make sense. Why they did it. First you know. of all, he did it because he has no pride or sense of self or dignity. Mm-hmm. Let's start no, with dignity. him. Yeah, dignity is a, is a He good has word. none of that. Mm-hmm. His identity mm-hmm. is wrapped up in whiteness. Mm-hmm. His acceptance of whiteness, that he was a slave and this master would take him in, that's his whole ID. This whole thing is his black ass fault. I ain't even mad at white girl. You black <laughs> stupid. All right, listen, uh, coming up next, we're moving on. <laughs> it's getting tense up in here. We're moving on. Coming up Man, next, the nephew in the prank ass. phone call. I want to whoop his ass. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, she didn't. We'll get into it. That means a and, lot right there. And yeah. I think she did, which is why we have the letters. So. Those four little words mean a whole lot. Oh, oh she they? so did it. Oh, she so did it, huh? <laughs> we'll get into it in just a bit, but right now it is time for the prank phone call with the nephew. What you got for us today, Neff? Your son mm-hmm. peed in the pool. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Let me take some time one more time. I'm going to say that again. I said your son peed in the pool. Let's Amen. go, Kendall. Amen. Amen As you know, last year. <laughs> Let's go, Kendall. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm trying to reach Anastasia. This is she. How you doing, man? Listen, I'm uh, Glenn, the lifeguard over here at the pool. Here in the apartment complex. Yes, sir. Do you have a um? Do you have a son named? Yes, sir. Is everything all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, everything is fine. I mean, uh, uh a quick question, ma'am. We got a situation here with. What's going we, uh, on? We, we, we're not we're not going to be allowed to uh to let him swim here at the pool in the complex anymore. What? We got what a. What do you your mean? Son, your, your son. Uh, I mean, he swims here pretty much every 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 other day. You know, I'm always here seeing him swim. But it seems like yeah. is you know we've been trying to figure out who it is. Your your son keep peeing in the pool. Man, son ain't peeing no pool. Ma'am, I, I I don't want to get into it with you. Your son is we finally narrowed it down. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool every day. And you know it's, it's really a bad thing. Uh, we can't continue to keep letting him come over here. We gotta ban him from the pool. My son don't pee in no pool. We ain't nasty like that. Did you take them to be in the pool? Why the you gonna say it's my son in the pool? Well, your son is the one that be making faces and stuff, and I know that's what he's doing. He in there peeing. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool. You making faces? He be making faces, so I know he in there peeing. What that got to do with the? We can be making faces because. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. All I'm trying to tell you is this right here. Your son 
has been peeing in the pool. My boss wants me to bed him. If, he, if he's not the one, then we will allow him to come back later. But right now, we're singling people out. And your son, you know, it just seems like he's the one that's doing it. What you say the name was? My name is Glenn. I'm Glenn the lifeguard. That's who I am. Now, what's your real name? Glenn what? Because the that I'm supposed to be calling me. You ain't got no business calling my phone talking about my son no I'm not at liberty to give my last name. The bottom line is, we but can't you have no call my in the phone. What? But you're at liberty to call my phone, but you can't give me your own name? Okay, listen, I'm not, I, all I'm supposed to do is call you and let you know that we banding your son from getting in the pool. I don't give a what you talking about. You can't ban my son from playing the life, boy. Get a real job, a summer job. Do you buy a job at all? Calling my Phone, you silly, you know what? You ain't got and you can't stop nobody from coming to pool. And we're gonna be down there tomorrow again. And if we did in the pool, do your job and clean that out. Man, let me say this to you if your son comes to the pool tomorrow and get in the pool, I'm snatching your son out of the pool. I wish you would. I wish you would. You don't need a life guard. You snatch my out of pool. I, w I wish you would. Uh, what the, what time the pool open at 10 o'clock? We gonna be there at 9.30. You got me up. Come on, you gonna snatch my son out of pool. You done lost your mind. You about to be in the pool. You done lost your Hey, 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 ladies, the problem is your son has been singled out. All the other kids are pointing at and saying he's the one that's doing it. Your son is the one that's being He's being Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Uh, for right now, all I'm asking you is, is keep your son away from the pool for the next two weeks. If we find out that it's not him, we'll allow him to come back, okay? Hey, he, he ain't staying away from the pool for two weeks, and if he do, he's going to come back and do some more pool. I'm going to take the whole two weeks worth of and go back to that Come on, my son in the pool. You can tell by his face. You said, what your about said? How the do you be watching for life? You watch in the pool. You don't lost your mind. You must not know who the you talking to. I will be down there tomorrow. Me and I will find my kids. And they don't get in the pool, too. No, you're not you bringing you all them kids over there, getting them in the pool. Let me tell you something. Don't you bring them kids over there and bring them in the pool, no, none of your children. I don't give a damn what you say. You don't run your lifeguard. Get real Listen, lady, listen, lady, I, 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 I'm not going to go continue to go back and forth. I got one more thing I need to say to you, and I'm done, okay? One more thing, and I'm done. You ain't got to say to me. I do have one thing I do need to say to you. What the you got to say to me? I need to say this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from your homeboy. You. Hello?
Give it to me. Okay, first of all, before I ask y'all some questions, give me my accolades. Give them to me. Give them to me. Ooh, Round the applause. Round the applause. I especially like that one because I can relate to it. You know what okay, I mean? Not, not, and, and that leads me to my question, Jay. How many times, let's just say you're your adult life, uh-huh. that you have peed in the pool? Oh, Tommy, every time I'm in there, I go to the pool. <laughs> Tommy, I'm going say that with your I go chest to the pool just up. to pee. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's like it's a badge of honor. I what go, is going on? I go just, but the best place to pee is from the high dive. If you've ever peed from the high dive. <laughs> the triple Lindsay. <laughs> is that an Olympic sport? Should it be It added, should Jay? be. It very well should be. <laughs> uh, so, okay, okay. So, Shirley, yes. do ladies... Like not pee in the pool. I mean, I'm just asking. Okay, sure. Have you ever peed in the pool, sure? Yeah, when I was younger. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Dang. So, so Shirley, you ain't been twenty plus, twenty plus to now. Ain't never <laughs> peed in the pool. <laughs> Surely stop. As hard, as hard as it is to get out all wet and everything, I, it's just gross to me. I don't do it. I'm sorry. You know what, Shirley? I, I feel like it's a hazard to to get out and, and almost and almost slip and fall and go all the way to the back. I think it's just a hazard. Now, I'm with you, Tommy. now what I've learned is not to pee in the pool, but when I get out uh-huh. and I'm walking around and water dripping on me, then you pee. That's when you pee. You peed in. Okay, now the whole pavement, you they getting it. I've never heard of that. Wow. <laughs> That's just that is kind of nasty. But if they're smiling in the pool and not swimming, they peeing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of chlorophyll in there. It's supposed to. Kill and can, and you, and can you pee in the pool and look directly at somebody and have a conversation you, with them while you yes, doing? Yes, can you, you do? can. all right nephew thank you coming up next strawberry letter subject oh no she didn't Hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. we'll get into it right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right guys it's time now for today's strawberry letter and if you need advice on relationships work sex parenting and more please submit your strawberry letter to steve harvey fm.com and click submit strawberry letter we could be reading your letter (laughs) that's for you jay we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here right now you never know it could be yours buckle up and hold on tight we got it for you here it is strawberry letter thank you nephew subject oh no she didn't Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in my late 30s and I found out that my husband of 10 years has a girlfriend on the side. I've been tracking his car for months and he picks her up from work, takes her to dinner, and then comes home. I even know where she lives and I've sat outside her house and blew the horn and waved at her. Uh, She knows who I am, so it's odd that she's never mentioned anything to my husband. A few weeks ago, I noticed a change in my husband's pattern. He stopped picking her up from work, so I thought they had broken up. I sat outside her house and saw a different man leaving out, and she was in a robe at the door. She noticed my car and threw a finger sign at me. Oh, no, she didn't. I was beyond mad, but couldn't do a thing because she might have a gun. As you can probably tell, I don't care about my husband cheating because I barely have sex with him anymore, but in the few times I do, I don't want him giving me any kind of cooties that she may have given him. 
uh, I don't like that she's giving it up to other men besides my husband because that's just nasty. I did not go back to her house because I don't want any problems, but I did notice that my husband still sees her. I have tracked him for so long, and I finally decided to tell him about it. I told him he's been followed, tracked, spied on, and everything else. He tried to lie and defend himself, but I told him there was no way to fix this. I let him know that the bigger problem is that his girlfriend is bound to give him a disease sooner or later because she's fooling around with other men. He said I'm crazy and he brought up divorcing me. So much for trying to help him and keep him safe. How can I fix this? This is a crazy letter right here. This is this, this letter makes no sense. Why do you think you have to fix this? You can shut it down or threaten their lives and stop it, but your husband should be the one to quote or un and unquote fix it. I mean, this is a mess he created. And, and that's for your husband to do if it is at all fixable and it doesn't look like it is. Uh, he's already throwing around the D word, uh, talking about divorce. And what kind of marriage is this anyway? I mean, he has a side chick who you know about and you say you don't care about him anyway and you don't have sex with him really. All you're concerned about is him bringing home a disease and those rare times you do have sex with him. Uh, of course, that's a valid concern, but you know, you don't have to stay in this loveless marriage and worry about his side chick having a gun if you roll up on her. You don't have to stay in this you don't have that to worry about. You're miserable. He's miserable. The only one who seems to be, you know, having any fun in this, in this thing is the side chick. You know, she's with your man. <laughs> she's with other men. She's giving you the finger, flipping you off. So again, what is there to fix in all of this? I mean, your marriage is a sham. It's unhappy. And you and your husband don't even like each other. You all don't even like each other. I mean, surely you don't want to spend another 10 years of your life in this mess. So how can you fix this? It sounds unfixable to me. I mean, there's no mention of love. There's no mention of anything in here that would make me think that, you know, that's what you want to do, save your marriage. And certainly your husband doesn't feel that way either. Steve? I, I just see so much in this letter writer. Yeah. <laughs> the title of the letter, oh, no, she didn't. What? I just lady, did you listen to your letter when you wrote it? Did you read back through it? Did you not know that when Shirley got through giving you her advice, didn't you know I was gonna get this letter <laughs> and I was finna do something? <laughs> I'm in my late thirties, I found out my husband of ten years has a girlfriend on the side. I've been tracking his car for months, he picks her up from work. Takes her to dinner, then comes home. Comes home to what? No hell, no fury, no notes, no, <laughs> no, no car windows, no, no poison in the food, no. And you ain't tried to stab him. He come home, and then y'all, y'all what? Nothing. I even know where she lives, and I've sat outside of her house. And blew the horn and waved at her. What is you waving at her for? What is you, what? Why are you outside this woman's house blowing the horn, waving at her? 
She knows who I am. So it's odd that she's never mentioned anything to my husband. What? <laughs> That's your concern? Right. <laughs> it's odd to me that she's never mentioned anything to my husband. Wait a minute. That's the odd part? Wait a minute. You didn't see nothing odd about him picking up her up from work and taking her to dinner, then coming home, and you letting him live? Then you didn't think it was odd that when you blew the horn and you waved at her, she ain't come out and y'all talk? She doesn't care. She knows who I am, so it's odd she never mentioned anything to my husband. A few weeks ago, I noticed a change in my husband's pattern. He stopped picking her up from work, so I thought they'd broken up. Oh, I set our house and saw a different man leaving, and she was in the robe at the door. She noticed my car and threw up a finger at me. Oh, no, she didn't. What? <laughs> Hold on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, oh, no, she didn't. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, oh, no, she didn't. This one of oh, the yes, dumbest letter writers we done had. Oh, no, she didn't. Then found out your man got a husband, got a girlfriend for 10 years on the side. And he pick her up from work, take her to dinner. Then he come home without any consequences. None. He just come home. I even know where she lives. And I sat outside her house and blew the horn and waved at her. What is you waving at her for? Ah, she went on back in the house. So she knows who I am. So it's odd that she ain't never mentioned anything to, excuse me, my husband. Your husband? <laughs> it's odd that she ain't mentioned nothing to him. I can't believe you ain't said nothing to his ass. I really can't. What kind of sister are you? It don't even get no better in this letter. A few weeks ago, I noticed a change in my husband's pattern. He stopped picking her up from work. So I thought they had broken up. Oh, I bet you was relieved about that. You didn't have to go tracking no more. Uh-oh. But I sat outside her house, and I saw a different man leaving out, and she was in a robe at the door. She noticed my car and threw up a finger sign at me. Oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> you mad at her throwing up at the finger at you? Skip the fact that your husband been picking her up, taking her to dinner, screwing her. And the part you mad at is she had on a robe and threw a finger up at you at the door. She said, I was beyond mad. But I couldn't do anything about it because she might have a gun. Oh, on top of all this, now you scared. Boy, you live in shame and fear. As you can probably tell, I don't care about my husband cheating because I barely have sex with him anymore. But barely have sex with him. But in the few times I do, I don't want him giving me any kind of cooties that she may have given him. Listen to this next ignorant-ass line. I don't like that she's giving it up to other men besides my husband. What? What did you just type? Lady, you, just, you, you, you really typed this to some people? I mean, you know, if you telling it to somebody, I could see somebody going, what did you just say? But when you type it, 
that takes an extra level of concentration. And then you press send. You send mm-hmm. it to us. <laughs> I don't like that she's giving it up to other men besides my husband because that's just nasty. Can I tell you something in this letter, man? This lady is mad at all the wrong stuff. Wrong things. She, you right. just mad at everything the wrong damn way. Look, uh, I did not go back to her house because I don't want any problems. All the problems is at your house. The cooties is at your house. The cheetah is at your house. But I did notice that my husband still sees her. What? I have tracked him for so long, I finally decided to tell him about it. And I told him he's been followed, tracked, spied on, and everything else. He tried to lie and defend himself. But I told him there was no way to fix this. He ain't trying to fix it. I heard in your letter where he trying to fix it. I let him know that the bigger problem is, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a bigger problem than your husband cheating on you, taking another woman to dinner, then coming home to you. Here's the bigger problem, is that his girlfriend is bound to give him a disease sooner or later because she's fooling around with other men. Now, I bet that'll hurt your ass. He said I'm crazy. He's right. And I brought up and brought up divorcing me so much for trying to help him. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 lady. What did you just say? So much for trying to help him. What are you trying to help him for? What are you trying to help him do? So much for trying to help him and keep him safe. How can I fix this? Wait a minute. Let me make this perfectly clear. You a fool. You a fool. How can I fix this? What are you trying to fix? What, why are you trying to help him? He ain't trying to fix it. But see, you mad at all the wrong things, lady. You mad because he pick up. And you, ain't, you, mad, you ain't mad because he pick up from work and take her to dinner and then come home. You ain't mad at that. You you, you 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 really mad at that. It's odd she ain't never mentioned to her husband that you blow the horn and wave at her. You, what you mad at is she came to her door after another man left with a robe on and she threw a finger up at you. That's what you mad at. And you mad at your husband because you trying to help him. Ma'am. She doesn't care about him. You are a fool, and you should stop being a fool. You a fool for him, and he ain't crazy about you. I don't know why you want this man as your husband. I don't know what it is you call yourself trying to fix. You have nothing to fix. You've told this man he cheats on you. He told you you crazy, and he brought up divorce. Now you want to fix it. To go back into what, lady? Stop being a fool. Stop being a fool. Let this man go. All right. Thank you, Steve. Look, leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter and Instagram at uh, and Facebook and at Steve Harvey FM. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
A Houston hospital has its first case of the Lambda variant of the coronavirus, but public health experts say it is still too soon to tell whether the variant will rise to the same level of concern as the Delta variant. Currently raging across the U.S., about 83% of COVID-19 cases in the U.S. are from the Delta variant, and the vast majority of hospitalizations are among unvaccinated people. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The Lambda variant, on the other hand, has been identified in less than 700 cases in the U.S., but has been labeled as a variant of interest. Studies suggest that the vaccines currently currently authorized for use in the U.S. are highly effective at preventing severe COVID-19 symptoms, and we all know this, um, and deaths across multiple variants. Getting vaccinated still remains the most important factor in stopping the virus, deadly effects, and slowing down new variants. Now, um, here's a question for, for you guys. Do you think we're headed toward another lockdown, another mask mandate? Because there's still this. a lot of people... Go ahead. Let me just I say this. Listen to me. I have made the final decision. I'm going to encourage black people to get this vaccination. Yeah. Uh, stop calling me and telling me your theories of why you don't think we should. Let me give you a couple of key people in my life. My in-laws got vaccinated. They're in their 80s. They just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. They contracted COVID from their living, from their from their uh, nurse that comes to their house every day. The doctors told them, and everybody knows this, because of their pre-existing conditions, had they not been vaccinated, they wouldn't have been celebrating their 60th uh, wedding anniversary that they just celebrated last week. A very good friend of mine who works for me, who was in his 40s, did not get the vaccine, was put in quarantine for 10 days. Today, after 12 days of quarantine, he was admitted to the hospital I am praying for him. His words to me was, man, I wish I had got that vaccine. I am telling you all, folks, I don't care what the theories are, you should go and get vaccinated. It is proven that it lessens the symptoms to the point where it doesn't get severe. But everybody that I know that has not taken the vaccine has suffered. And I know some people who are not here anymore. Now, if you're willing to take that chance, go ahead. But you may pass on this virus to somebody that you really don't want to lose, who may not be as strong as you. So I am suggesting to all people to go and get your vaccination, period. Black people are dying twice as much, and we are suffering from severe conditions three times as much. All right. I mean... Well said, Steve. Uh, Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. The creative director of the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games in Tokyo was fired yesterday. This is one day before the event is set to take place. So much is going on in Tokyo right now. Um, His name is Kentaro Yobayashi. he had previously been a member of a popular popular comedy duo. He was terminated after a video of a comedy routine he performed back in the 90s surfaced in which he appeared to joke about the Holocaust. Uh, we found out that Mr. Yabayashi 
in his own performance uh, has used a phrase ridiculing a historical tragedy, said the Olympic Organizing Committee president. We deeply apologize for causing such a development the day before the opening ceremony and for causing troubles and concerns to many involved parties as well as the people in Tokyo and the rest of the country. He added, uh, Kobayashi's dismissal is the latest in a series of high-profile firings and resignations of officials involved in the Tokyo Games. He's so, done. So, would you say, Tom? Done. Yeah, he's done. He's done. He's, he's done. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence here. Yeah, I wanted to ask because, you as a comedian. I mean, oh my God, man. Who was this guy probably not as knowledgeable probably wasn't where he was where he is in life now yeah i mean look people you got to get saved from something mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you, you're losing your job this person you know if he apologized and said hey look man i was younger then i was on the wrong side of the matter. thought process you know mm-hmm. that's not how i feel today oh my god it's something i would never say today and you guys, especially as comedians. Oh, so, man. so, yeah, I mean, we, we talk about this a lot on and off the air. You know, are there some things, some subjects that you shouldn't, you know, touch upon? Uh, oh, yeah. it, it, are yeah. there things that are off limits? You know, Definitely. sometimes you would th- think the Holocaust was one, yeah. Jay. There's a lot of things that just, For there's me? a lot of things. I, Go ahead, Tommy. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm back on stage. There's, there's a lot of things you're scared to talk about, you know. Right. You uh, Because uh, of the climate. Because yeah. of the climate, you mm-hmm. know. I, you guys know uh, we did it on this show for years. I, 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 I did Eugene. I loved it. I loved the character. It was fun to do yeah. it. It's a scary thing to do now. You, I'm oh, afraid yeah, you to do, do it. it. I, think I'm going, I think I'm going to offend somebody. So mm-hmm. I just don't do it. I think you know, it was. You. I think that character was completely harmless because we never, you never made any sexual Reference. references. Mm-hmm. You never True. made any sexual derogatory remarks. Mm-hmm. You just right. used a humorous funny, voice right. tone. Mm-hmm. And for us to have to stop doing that for safety purposes was just ridiculous, man. But it you have just to do ridiculous. it for safety purposes. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, you, you have to me, censor yourself. For uh-huh. me, you can't ask me about Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry, or Tom Jordan. I don't have not a damn thing to say. They all put money in my pocket, so I ain't got no jokes, okay? None. Not at all. Not a one. Not none. So that's what's off limits for you is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it used Jay, to be. I didn't be, know you had limits. Look, I mean, right. it used to be nothing was off limits. Right. right. Except for your own personal preference. Like, I never used the P word on stage, nor have I ever used the N word on stage. Mm-hmm. Now, in my personal life, being honest, that N word flies around rather profusely. <laughs> But out on stage, yeah. no, nah, man, it's not for general yeah. consumption. Right. Amongst mm-hmm. me and the dudes I come up with, that's a different term. Yeah, yeah. But now you I... can't say it. No. no. You no. bet not Be to say it. You bet not All right. To... We're moving on, guys. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, we want to send a big congratulations out to a living legend. We all know and love her. We grew up with her, Miss Marla Gibbs. That is correct. Mm. On Tuesday, legendary actress Marla Gibbs received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And July 20th was officially declared Marla Gibbs Day in Hollywood. We know her work. It spans over decades. She is best known, of course, for starring in the 70s sitcom The Jeffersons as Florence and the 80s sitcom 227 as Mary and many other classic shows. 98-year-old, I said 98-year-old Norman Lear, the producer that developed The Jeffersons, was present for the honor. He said to Miss Marla Gibbs, there is only one you, ma'am, and I'm thrilled to be here for you. Love you. You added time to my life, and for that, I could not be more grateful. Thank you. How nice. Great lady. Nice, nice lady. Very nice lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I and met beautiful. all of them. I've even met Norman Lear. Oh, wow. I met Norman Lear at a function in New York, man. We were mm-hmm. receiving awards at the same time. Mm-hmm. He had his little hat on. I walked to him and said, man, just thank you. You gave me some dope moments. But Marla uh-huh. Gibbs, living legend. Yes. Great woman, yes, man. Beautiful sister. I met all of them. Sherman Hemsley, Isabel Sanford. Uh I've had both of them on my uh, Uh show, the Steve Harvey show. Wow. Very fortunate man to have met those people, man. Legends like that. Very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations again to Miss Marla Gibbs. And we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, introduce your friend. He's here. Ladies and gentlemen, the fool, <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. St. Petersburg, Florida, July the 31st at the National Guard Armory, St. Petersburg, Florida. I said it right. Mm. It's correct. Anyway, I just was jotting down some things, and the question to all of us today is, is you country? Is you country? Here we go. Have you ever put your lips on a window fan? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have you ever ate raw cake batter? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have you ever taken a toilet paper roll and went, did did it? Did did it? Hell yeah. Have you have you ever drunk water at the spigot? Not the water hose, straight up to the spigot, all the way up to the I don't house. Know. I don't yeah. know what the spigot is. That's no, the spigot. That's the nozzle. That's because you ain't really country. Go ahead. You ain't country. That's why you don't know. You don't know what the spigot is. You don't know what the spigot is. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Have you ever sprayed anything on a bug that wasn't bug spray? Hell yeah. I done lysoled the hell out of bug just to see if it'll work. Yeah, hell I, hell yeah. I jammed a bug up so bad with some furniture spray, some pledge. <laughs> Was he shining? <laughs> All right. Have you ever ate shaved ice out the refrigerator? That's the best ice. <laughs> but no. you know, you know that ice got so much lead in it, man. But we didn't yeah, give a but, damn. But, we but, ate it. <laughs> but don't nothing taste like that. It's so good. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played in a box? What? Oh, kid. <laughs> slid yeah. down a hill in it. What? <laughs> Just an empty ass box? Yes. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Have you ever laid your clothes out the night before school? Yeah. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Mine and my husband's. 
<laughs> oh, that still happened? <laughs> Just the you other lay, day. You done laid your husband clothes <laughs> yeah, up? Just the other day. What are you talking about? Oh. Y'all dress no, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Steve? No, we don't wear the same outfits. We have stuff that's similar. Yeah, but y'all I, ain't but got I no shirt. It's... Y'all ain't got no shirt that say Steve on the back and Marjorie on her back. Y'all ain't got that. Why, why would we do that? It's cute when couples do. I don't, you know. It's cute when they do. Oh, you don't, know, you don't have a shirt say his and hers and y'all pointing at each other. You don't have, you don't have nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the last one. This is the last one. Okay. Last one. Have you ever played a serious game of That's My Car? Oh, yeah. Serious. I mean, oh, yeah. to the, a fight might break out. Yes. No, 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 no. Fault done broke out. <laughs> All right. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey, our fearless leader at 49 minutes after the hour when we get back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are at the end of the the day for our work day anyway. Yeah, it's the last break of the day. A long work of week, a long work of week that we put in. And here we are. Now we can rest on our laurels on all the work we did through the entire week. Uh, you you come here so less that you don't even know that the phrase ain't a long work of week. It's a long week of work. <laughs> well, yeah, you might be you right. came more you often, right. you know the order right. in which the right. slogan is said. But you only come in on the back end of the damn week, so you don't know what the hell the work was. But I'm, I, I can just say this. I'm just as tired. I'm just as tired. Wow. <laughs> from, from what, Jay? What is I may as well have worked all week. <laughs> I may as well, because I'm just as damn tired. Woo. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Thank you, Saturday. <laughs> hey, y'all, um, let me say this to you as a closing remark. I don't know. How long I can talk on this subject, but I'll try to fill some time here. But you can't afford not to chase your dreams. You can't afford not to chase your dreams. I know exactly how it feels to want something, to not know how to go about attaining it but yet and still, still want it. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to have an idea of how to get it, but it seems so far away that it seems like you ain't gonna ever get there. I know exactly what that feels like. I know what it feels like to have no idea whatsoever what to do next. What's my move? What should I do? I understand exactly how that feels. I understand exactly what it feels like to want to chase something and have no idea what the chase should be about. Okay, so I'm clear on all those fronts. I got to tell you something. You do know. You really do. You've just given up on the hope of it. You've just stopped the pursuit of it. You've stopped thinking that it could possibly be a reality. But you do know what you want to chase. You do know what you could be. If there was no way for you to fail, what would you be? You know exactly what that is. But what you can't do is you can't life 
You can't let this thing called life beat you up and make you give up or stop the pursuit of it. Because I have news for you, this thing called life is going to keep on coming. It's never ending. It's a learning experience until you leave this world. All of us, no matter who you are, no matter what place you're in in life, the Bible says a man without a dream or vision shall perish. We are all in pursuit of something or should be. And if you're not, you need to be. You cannot afford not to chase your dreams. Because what's the alternative of not chasing your dreams? What is that, man? What is this settling for mediocrity? What is that about? What is just going along with it and seeing how it go? What is that about? Or should I ask you the question, how does that feel? But then again, I can relate because I know how that feels too. I would rather chase my dreams and be on the constant hunt for them than to never ever expose myself to them, never ever pursue them and wonder what should or would or could have been my whole life. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get after it. And I'm asking you to do the same. Get after it. You ain't got to want to be rich. That don't even have to be your dreams. Maybe you just want to have a better life. Maybe you just want to be able to take care of some the necessities in life. Okay, cool. I got that. Maybe you can't see nothing else for yourself, but you see something for yourself, and you got to start the pursuit of it. Come on, y'all. Success is not fame or money. Success is living in your God-given gift till it's fullest. That's what success is. Success ain't how far you've come, but how far you've come from where you started. That's what success is. A lot of you have experienced success, but you're so wrapped up in where you're not that you forgot where you started from and that where you are is such a big jump from where you was that you done forgot that, hey, my friend, you are already successful. So sometimes you got to stop and give yourself a little hand clap now. Every now and then you got to stop and pat yourself on the back. Because I got you may not be where you want to be. But how about the fact that you ain't where you was? Now I'm asking you, I'm imploring you, and I'm, th- I'm asking you to consider this now. It don't make no sense not to chase your dreams. It don't make no sense to be mediocre when you could be something else. Look, you ain't got to be Oprah. You ain't got to be Michael Jordan. You ain't got to be Tiger. You ain't got to be Michelle Obama. You ain't got to be Barack. You ain't got to be none of them people. But how about if you just turned yourself in the best you that you could be? Man, do you understand the gratification that comes with that? Do you understand the warmth that you would have just to be able just to take your kids shopping every now and then to the mall, fellas? Just to be able to take your family to McDonald's down to the playground area. You know, let your kids do something like that. It ain't got to be something spectacular. Make small, intricate goals. Reach them inch by inch. Anything's a cinch. But in the meantime, you need to start thinking about that big picture, them dreams. It don't make no sense not to chase your dreams. Because being mediocre, that ain't no way to live. I'd have done it. It ain't no way to live. All right? Now, talk to God about all of this. Get some help. Get some counseling. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Bye.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 